I want to hear about what the tall side of tall small was like as a kid. The tall side of tall small as a child. I always dreamed of sitting, me. of sitting in my room, of meeting a beautiful person like you, Rebecca, that would compliment the tall part, adding the small, giving me a wider understanding of how those that struggle with height deal with the world. Hmm. That's probably because your middle and last name have the initials B.S. Wow. That really hits home, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. The time I realized mm-hmm. that your initials match what your dad always says you are the assistant king of because he says he is the king of. You are a mayor peon at this. <laughs> I woke up one night when we were in a hotel in North Carolina at two in the morning and it all came together. Wait, Keith Baird Scott, B.S. You live true to your name. <laughs> Thank you. This podcast is starting to be so friendly. We just started with a little <laughs> friendly competition. How many people out there are writing people and writing people and you hear nothing? Well, Rebecca and I many times tag team. And Rebecca, who says, I'm never competitive. <laughs> I, 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 Competition is a dirty word to me. Drops the phone and says, huh, look who just wrote me back. <laughs> Because the truth is, Keith and I, once in a while, or every few seconds, compete all day long because we tag team messages. Our strategy is when we write you, and perhaps as you're listening, you realize this has happened to you. We always team write people on LinkedIn. That way, if you ghost us and don't respond right away, the other one of us will chime in. We're also big believers in guilt. Yes, guilt works. A lot of people say, don't make people feel guilty. And we think that's the dumbest thing. If guilt works and you write us back because you feel like you should have or you messed up, it's all good. We are easy to forgive, aren't we? We are. And sometimes (laughs) guilt comes in the form of, wait, you didn't write us back. Not one, not two, but not three times. You might notice a few pop-ups on your page of us liking some posts. But there's no correlation. Never any correlation. Just happens to happen at the same time. And that's the thing with tall, small. And in public speaking and communication, you've got to persevere. Let's say you walk into an audience and you see the crowd is angry and the room's not set up right and the temperature is way too warm, making you sweaty. Because God forbid I should be comfortable (laughs) in a room. When we walk into a room, unless it's about 30 degrees, Keith will turn the thermostat down. And if you want to see real thermostat wars, come into our home because we have two thermostats that control the heat. Mm-hmm. And all day long, it shoots and ladders. <laughs> it is shoots and ladders back and forth. As soon as Rebecca leaves the house, I'm like, ha, 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 I'm putting the temperature down and it will take a while to climb back up. And then when Keith goes into the bathroom, I have to hit the button a million times and do it super softly because you have a way of hearing anytime I click that button. It's like a superhero power. The fact is you go into rooms to give presentations, give a presentation at work. It could be a team meeting, you name it. And you have this idea in your head, how it's going to go down. And let me tell you, it never goes that way, but you've got to persevere and have a healthy competition with yourself. Have a competition saying, okay, this didn't work out this way, but I'm going to win by doing this. And we love hecklers. When there's that one person who always sits in the back corner of the room rolls their eyes. Sometimes they'll even mutter under their breath or out loud. I was told I had to be here. I'm not going to get anything out of this. We love it. 
We love it very, very much. I'm doing a thing now, competition to Rebecca. <laughs> yes. If I put one finger on her head, it throws her I off. I wish you could see this because <laughs> Keith will take his finger. And it's not really a tickle. It's more of a jab in my head. And he likes to do this when I'm talking on podcasts or even when we're on conference calls. If I ever laugh at the wrong time, it's because Keith is tickling me when no one can see. That's right. Yeah. Or on video calls. Somehow he'll find a way to tickle me and have no one notice that he's doing it. And I look like I'm losing control. <laughs> that is the best. <laughs> and this is the fun you can have, though, in presentations, too. Laugh. Have a good time. Everyone is a human being born with an understanding that they don't need to take life as seriously as we do as adults. Kids laugh, have fun, throw things around. Then we become older and we think, oh. We can't do all those type of things. That's immature. That's not responsible. But we're still kids at heart. And then we think we have to act like robots and use all the jargon and corporate speak at work. And no one knows what's really going on. They don't, Rebecca. They don't know at all, do There's they? one place where I don't understand what's going on. What's going on? What's going on? Oh, I like that. Did it, does my voice sound? Your voice sounds good. Is What's it your going voice, on? What's going? <laughs> I'm like Millie Vanilli. What's going on? <laughs> Every time we go into a bathroom mm-hmm. in the city. Together? Not together. <laughs> this is in the women's room, and I know you've shared the same about the men's room. Mm-hmm. There are these signs on the wall as though grown adults who've been socialized to talk like robots mm-hmm. don't know how to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Every bathroom that we step into in any building in Baltimore, there are always a million signs about sun, signs <laughs> everywhere. Sign. I'm full of tunes today. You are. You can keep going with this. I can keep going up with. <laughs> Let's see if you get a tune for this one. There are always signs about remembering to flush, remembering to wash your hands. Are we in a preschool? Here's what I think it is, Rebecca. Wanna what do know, you think? Want to know is? my two cents? I'll take your four cents. I think that people become robotic in public. But when they can be in the bathroom, they want to be like kids and just go everywhere because they have to let loose because they've been enchained <laughs> for so long. They decide in the bathroom to just let it all hang out. Do you think their homes look like this too? No. And I think the restroom is their place of rebellion. And it's not even in buildings that aren't that nice. It can be in nice buildings and nice restaurants everywhere we go. People treat the floor of the bathroom stall like it's a garbage can. And what is that communicating to you, Rebecca? That they don't care. Hmm. Hmm. What does that have to do with public speaking? Let's tie it all together, Rebecca. Let's wrap it because up. The idea. Not, <laughs> because the idea is to give people some perspective on something that makes sense, right? <laughs> Everywhere you go, unless you are locked up in your own room with no one around you, you are communicating. And the way you leave the bathroom, if you drop your litter on the ground, that is all an extension of body language. Dang, you tied that all up. How'd you do that? Now you seal the deal. <laughs> and that's it. We provide our own sound effects here. Yes. And all the while, while we've done this, here's a little outtake. Our St. Bernard is really thrilled with this presentation because he's not only sleeping, his tongue is hanging out of his mouth, and he's not emoted anything throughout this seven minutes and 44 seconds. Not one thing. Not one thing. <laughs>